Welcome back, guys. Rachel and I are here with you today. Uh, we were just talking about sleep, and we decided to record this. Um, yeah, we were just talking about how it's still very underrated how yeah. how important sleep really is um, and how much it matters. Um, and I think we're all, you know, nobody's perfect within this realm, not even me. Um, but it's, it's knowing like that awareness of, okay, how, or that consciousness of how high value this, this piece of, uh, fitness or health really is right. And how much of an impact it can have on so many other things. Um, yeah, it's just sleep is one of those things to me that I, I think of where, when I talk to clients or new clients or potential clients, it's like sometimes there's just this acceptance around it. That's like, well, what am I going to do? Like I'm getting five hours of sleep and that's the best I can do. And there's no real willingness to move beyond that or even figure out a way how, and I know what it's like. I mean, if we map out, uh, what it can realistically look like when you try to do that, it's tough. You know, when you've got, a, let's say a full day of work, uh, you come home, you, you cook or you clean dishes or you have dinner, you have chores to do, you have more work to do, you work on a side hustle, you spend time with friends, you want to relax, whatever. Um, that time, we talked about time so much, like that adds up to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, I don't want to cut out anything. And if I did, like, what would I cut out? And, um, but what that's leaving you in is for sure, potentially a, a sleep deficit. So, um, yeah, that was, that was kind of a general, general idea of, of what we were thinking about. Uh, anything specific that jumps out to you, Rachel, around where we want to go down in this rabbit hole? I feel like we could take this a lot of ways, but um, one thing that keeps sticking out to me is a conversation I was having with a friend and he was, you know, upset because he wasn't making any more progress in the gym. Mm. Nutrition's on point. Hydration's on point. Like everything is great. Changing up training cycles to kind of keep things progressing. He's like, but like, what's going on? Like, why am I not progressing anymore? He's like, well, how much do you sleep? Like, I have four and a half, five hours a night. Yeah. Which is fun. It was awesome. Plenty. And I was like, well, you do understand how important sleep is, right? Like, you understand that's recovery time. It's like, well, yeah. It's like, so you think four and a half hours is enough? And he's like, yeah. Sure enough, I kind of got him to think about it and rework his schedule and think, like, try one night getting seven hours of sleep. See what happens. Next day, he goes into the gym hits a PR on his lift. He's like, huh, imagine that. Like, what happens? And I think it's so interesting that, like, there's a thought out there that five hours of sleep is enough. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, that's just wild. Well, especially when you think about uh, the busyness of, of what we're in right now, like the age of you know, 2018 and beyond, it's like we're doing more than ever. You know what I mean? Like the things we are doing and involved in and consuming, uh, the output, the input, it's just 
it's at a massive high, you know? And so yeah. you think about all of that, it has to go somewhere, you know, like we talked about the time thing. It's like, we all have 24 hours and it's like, how are you, how are you doing all of that? And a lot of times the first thing to go for a lot of people, honestly, including myself in, in, in many instances can be sleep. Right. Yeah. Um, so not to say, and the other part of this is like, uh, yeah, if he's at four and a half hours, um, thinking like, oh, I'm going to go from four and a half to just like eight hours or seven hours can be unrealistic because there's yeah. a massive lifestyle shift that has to happen probably for each day to be able to make that happen. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. as simple as like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get more sleep and it's going to be fine. It's like, yeah, you got to cut out probably some things and you have to reorganize some of your day or become a little more efficient or whatever the case might be to pull that off. So acknowledging that that's no easy feat like it's going to take some time and, and you don't expect people to do that right away, I think is important. The other thing is uh, I had a client who was kind of in this boat too. He was doing like double days um, and on like five hours of sleep and he was, you know, working about 12 hours a day and, you know, the time that he was spending in the gym plus coaching, like it, they left him chronically sleeping five hours per night, which, you know, the, it is not productive to be doing double days and to be on that type of a sleeping schedule, you're just not recovering or you're just not making progress. Like you might for a little while, but it's going to dwindle down at some point or an injury is going to happen. Um, that accumulates over time. So um, let's see where I want to go with this here. One, I think uh, if you have like, if you have a, this hesitancy to, give sleep the importance that it actually has. Like you just can't find yourself, you just can't get yourself to do it, right? Where you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna sleep more, but then you're on Instagram two seconds later and yeah. <laughs> it's midnight. <laughs> you know, like yep. if you find yourself in that boat, then uh, I found not only with myself, but I've just heard other people uh, talk about this, like coworkers and stuff. Everybody's got a whoop band. Um, not everybody, but a lot of people at, at, uh, revival strength have a whoop band. And I know a lot of my clients have a whoop band as well. And it is a very amazing piece of machinery that allows you to track your sleep and track your recovery, track your strain. Like it is very analytical about all that stuff. And the cool thing is because it, I think uses your HRV and whatnot, like it, it, it can take into account your mental stress and just your rhythms throughout the day. So it's not just your sleep. Um, and it can show you how, like, yeah, how stressed out you are, how, how much you could potentially push that day, um, all that type of stuff, right? I don't have a whoop, uh, and I don't know if I'm really, I don't think I'm going to get one. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, I have an Apple watch and, uh, that's probably partly why I'm like, I'm not getting a whoop because I already have an Apple watch. And yeah. uh, one of my clients actually, shout out to uh, Neil, Neil Patel. He uh, gave me, uh, he started using this app for himself. It's called, um, it's called the uh, pillow. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. I think, I don't know if I was in on, on a podcast when I was recording this or I was talking to somebody, but 
I was telling somebody about this app. I was like, oh yeah, you should check out the the app. It's called Pillow Talk. And I was like, <laughs> Pillow Talk is the song, right? That's like the seductive yeah. R&B song. And I was just like talking about it like it was totally normal. It just, I felt so stupid afterwards, especially after the guy was like, just didn't acknowledge that I said that at all. He was like, oh, Pillow Talk, interesting. Um, interesting, but, yeah. But the app is called Pillow and uh, it's, it's, You've probably seen some of these apps in the past where it uses your iPhone, you put it on the side of your bed, it tracks your movement throughout the night and wakes you up at the right time when you're in like a, you know, light, like when you're in your best mode to kind of wake up basically. Um, But I think now with the Apple Watch, because of what it can do, right, and it can track your heart rate and your movement and things like that, I think it's still valuable it's more valuable now to use something like Pillow or whatever apps are out there. Uh, so I decided to give it a go as well. And um, let me tell you, using anything like to get somewhat objective about this uh, is definitely more motivating. Like to for me to look at like what my, um, you know, what my, it says your, it gives you a rating on sleep quality. It gives you your average heart rate throughout the night. It tracks all the sounds you make throughout the night. So like if you're maybe going side to side or maybe you sleep talk or whatever, like it's going to record some of that stuff. <laughs> and, um, then what, what else is there? Uh, your REM sleep, it shows you how much percentage you had REM sleep versus deep sleep versus light sleep versus awake, how long you were in bed from when you activated the app to how much sleep you actually got. Like all of that is super interesting. Uh, And it motivates you to be like, oh my gosh, I need to take this a little more seriously. So that's my recommendation. If you don't have a whoop and you don't plan on getting one, uh, don't be bummed out. It's, it's not only, (laughs) it's, it's like, it's not only for the cool kids. There's other ways for you to, you know, take advantage of, tracking your sleep and if you have i mean even an apple watch you might not have an apple watch that's fine but there's got to be other stuff out there that you can use to just start to move the needle and and get just a bit of a view around what's going on okay um so that's my first first uh recommendation is like to start to take it more seriously if you can trap track it and see some of the numbers around what's going on, it can be a little, it can be mind blowing. Um, and then, uh, the other thing that I was thinking of was, oh, uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes your sleep is going to be off, you know, and you might know, like you might make an intentional sacrifice and knowing like, oh, shoot, like, I'm not going to be, you know, my sleep's going to be off tonight, or I'm not going to be sleep, I'm not going to be able to get as much sleep tonight. Like, uh, I, I know plenty of people who the nature of their work that they do, or the workload that they have, and what they've taken on, or whatever, like, there's just some people out there and some situations that you're going to be like, no chance, there's no way I can get a little more sleep, you know, you're like, Oh, but, but what I'm saying is one, not to be so dismissive. If you're in that boat to making even any type of shift, right. Versus like 
maybe it's there's one day out of the week or two days out of the week where you can start to really focus on your sleep quality, but the other four might suffer for now. You know, maybe it's a temporary thing that's going to go on for six months. Maybe it's a thing that you think is going to go on for a couple years. I don't know, but starting to know, like, where can you start to move the needle and stop looking at it as like something you have to do all day, every day from now on moving forward. And if it's not all eight hours, then it's not that great. Like the way we pick apart food and food protocols and the skill sets required to follow a diet or uh, follow, like have a healthy relationship with food or the same way we do that with training in the gym. I think there's just a little more of that that needs to go into sleep because right now sleep is just this, of course, there's more people talking about it. There's more data, there's more science, et cetera, but it's still this thing that's just like, what do you do? You know, sleep more. Okay. How do I sleep more? Like, it's just this thing that it's like going into a cul-de-sac, you know, you're like, you reach a dead end and you're just like, ah, well, what do I do from here? You know? Uh, So starting to think about the bit of nuances and ultimately understanding that it's just, it's a lifestyle shift. You know, if you want to, if you want to make some, if you want to take it seriously, it's going to require you shifting your lifestyle around a bit for sure. Um, and yeah, like I just think about, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday mornings, you know, for now, um, I've been, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the floor. I open the gym like six to 9 a.m. And, uh, you know, you know what that means, right? It's like, oh, you're yeah. not really getting up at six. You're getting up at like four forty-five or whatever to get ready for the day and do what you got to do, get there, et cetera. Um, so knowing that it's like, okay, I, sh- ideally I should be going to bed. I should know Monday nights I'm going to bed way, you know, way earlier than my usual time, you know? But for me, I'm a night owl, and that is really tough because I'm relentless about, like, my creativity and, and nurturing some of those things, yeah. um, and they're high-value items to me. So, you know, it, it is that that is the hardest shift for me to make, especially on Monday nights where it's like, yeah, I, I don't, like, I want to do X, Y, and Z. I don't want to go to bed at, like, 8 o'clock or whatever that comes out to, um, especially when my rhythm is so used to, like, whatever, performing late at night, writing at night, and just being willing to, you know, be up later and, and start my day later. That's just kind of what I've chosen. It's, it's hard when you're like, that's, that's a hard shift for me to make, but me thinking about it, it's like, okay, how do I start to make that shift? Okay. It, it goes back not just on Monday. It goes back to like Saturday and Sunday. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's not just a one day thing. It's like, oh, uh, for example, like I didn't meal prep this past, uh, Sunday, which means I did it Monday night. Right. And because I did it Monday night, it, you know, it ate up a bunch of time and I still had some things I wanted to do. And it's like, oh, well, that means that I actually have to hit it on Sunday. If I want to be able to do some of the things I want to do on Monday night, and still be able to get to bed at this certain time or whatever, right? Or maybe some of those things go all the way back to Saturday. Uh, like it's starting to look at your rhythm and your schedule it, as that, right? It's not just the night before. It's like, how do you need to shift your week around to improve it 
just a little bit, you know, and it might be incremental changes. You might not go from like five hours to eight, but any, anything extra, you know, is going to help for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think when you think about sleep, it's helpful to think about it, you know, approach it like you approach training, nutrition, whatever, whatever other changes you're going to make too. It makes it more doable when you're able to understand and prioritize how important it is. Yeah, seriously. And it's, um, sometimes the way to experience that is, uh, or acknowledge that even is to experience it a little bit. So like you said, you know, you giving your client, like, Hey, just try it for one day, try sleeping yeah. this many hours and see what happens. Um, because now you're going to start to make the connections and awareness around, Oh, whoa, I feel totally different when I sleep enough, you know, yeah. like my energy is great. My, uh, my mental focus is on point. My, um, you know, my workouts feel awesome. I'm more likely to work out, uh, more likely not to eat chocolate or I don't know, like whatever yeah. comes up for you. Like you start to just make those connections around the differences you actually feel when your sleep is on point. Um, and then vice versa when it's not on point. And sometimes that, that drastic of a change, like when you start to collect some data on that, just mentally, you're like, okay, I do like feeling like that. And to do more of that, it means I gotta, I gotta get enough sleep. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure. And I think, um, you know, out of what is it sleep water and food right yeah. thinking about all of those things you know you can go whatever that number is how many days can you go without food i think it's like six or seven really wow i didn't expect that that's a long time i think it's, it's longer than you think maybe yeah. it's i know water is a lot shorter than that and sleep is like the shortest I think. yeah that, that's what i was getting at so forget i know Hopefully people aren't yeah. listening and like, no, it's actually three and a half days. And Let me go look it up it's like wh whatever, whatever the days is really, it's like the, the hierarchy you think about. Um, yeah. Sleep is the first thing that if you are um, sleep deprived and not just once, right? Like not just one night, but you think about it like two, three, four, like consecutive nights, you literally, um, you know, you feel like you are, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I think some people have compared it to like, oh, you feel like you're drunk, right? Or you feel like you're hungover, or you feel like you're just delirious, you know, and, and I think um, you're more irritable, for sure. Like, there's all these little things that start to happen very, very quickly from just one night of, like, terrible sleep. And now you add on a second night, and it's like, um, it, it's crazy what that can do. I know Megan, uh, you know, Dr. Megan Caden with, um, the unfiltered human, she, she uh, I don't know if we talked about this on that podcast, but basically how in reality TV shows, like let's say Jersey shore, right. Or, yeah. uh, maybe even the bachelorette and, and stuff like that. But, um, whatever reality TV show, one of the things she said that was like really key that they do is like one, everybody gets liquored up, right? But two, everybody gets sleep deprived. And the, the, the coupling those two things where it's like, oh, you're for sure you're under the influence and 
you're not going to get enough sleep. That is what instigates the drama and creates this like environment for you to be like so entertained by the ridiculousness that you're watching. You're like, did that just really happen? Did she say that? Did he just do that? Like that it stems from some of those key factors of what, you know, the producers and directors are doing to set the scene in that sense. And and of course that's not a blanket statement, but um, it's still something to think about where it's like, wow, that's how, powerful that that thing is where um you know you can go without water for a little bit you can go without food but um sleep it's the first thing to just start to like shut your body down yeah. in a lot of different ways yeah i looked it up it's you can go eight to 21 days without food that's so long i did not expect i know that. i didn't expect that either but it just goes to show you like the first things people prioritize when they want to make a change for their health are food and water or nutrition or going to the gym. No one first says sleep usually. That's so true. Yeah. But that should be the first. I know. And I, that's the biggest impact. Yeah. And I think the reason people don't maybe is because it's really hard. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's really hard. It's harder than I think showing up to the gym and, and going – to actually train because that's fun for a lot of people right they we, yeah. we know they like doing that uh yeah. same thing with eating it's like eating's hard but you can kind of get yourself to do it you know people are hungry <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna want to eat but yeah so shifts yeah. within that is hard for sure but then i think sleep is even harder because it requires a lifestyle shift and yeah. you to make changes that might not happen overnight but having to like start to I don't know, make some real shifts to give some space for, you know, some of that recovery to happen. Yeah. I think sleep can be frustrating for people too. Cause I know like from my own personal experience, when I wasn't sleeping well, the thought of sleeping more was frustrating to me. And I was like, well, if I'm not getting good sleep. What does it matter if I sleep more? Uh, mm. But then, you know, your sleep quality improves. And all of a sudden it's like, wait, I want to sleep more because I feel better or I perform better or just throughout the day things are better for me when I sleep well and I get enough sleep that's a huge one we should bookmark that topic actually um because yeah the quality of sleep and and that's something for sure where you're like I can I can totally see that thought process um and and on the other note, something to leave you guys with and think about is like, just because you're in bed for eight hours doesn't mean you're actually getting eight hours of sleep. You know, that's one, yeah. of, the, that's one of the shocking things that I know it's like, oh, we know that. But when you look at your, your watch or your whoop or whatever, uh, that's the one thing that stands out. You're like, are you serious? I only got like seven hours, you know, six hours yeah. and I was in bed for like this long, it, it makes you think even more like, wow, I need to actually, like, if I want eight hours of sleep, you might have to reserve like nine, you know, and that is, that is a scary thought to people because that's just a lot of time. Yeah. I wonder, I really, th- I wonder if in the future there's going to be something that you can take or something that you can do that like, that somehow feeds your, yeah, like you don't have to sleep to get sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to take Whoa. something or you're going to, uh, you're going to, uh, yeah, you're going to take something or there's, there's just some type of scientific 
technology out there that's going to be able to allow you to uh, go through that because at this rate, at least, you know, thinking about how efficient we want to be and how many things we want to do and the demands of just actually living, you know what I mean? Like of actually yeah. surviving in, in like, I'm going to say the US, but maybe all around the world, it's like, oh, like you have to do all of these things. Plus you want to do X, Y, and Z and, and it just requires time. And, and I think at some point when <laughs> we've all become so, so like accustomed to how much time we put into things, it's like, where else, like, there's got to be a, somebody's going to come up with a solution for this. I feel like, Oh but, yeah. Um, who knows? Well, if you, uh, if that does happen, you heard it here first on Miz Unfiltered. Yeah. You get the credit <laughs> for the idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so interesting. I know. Maybe we'll, we should do more of these, uh, like, what would you call this? Not a conspiracy. It's like, a, uh, like what if, like we should have a what if okay. series. Oh, yeah. we should do that. <laughs> that sounds really fun. That would be fun. Yeah, let's let's bookmark that. Maybe we'll yeah, do that. Yeah, bookmark that one. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for listening, guys. We hope you enjoy our ranting and rambling and you take away something from it. And if you don't, we at least hope you have fun listening to us. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Shoot us a DM or a message on Instagram. Um, yeah, Instagram, email, whatever's easiest for you. And let us know what you think. Any follow-ups you have, we're happy to dive into some of that stuff in future episodes.